Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rock Squad podcast, your destination for the latest in rock music news, reviews, and discussion. I am one of your hosts. My name is Nick Chino. I'm joined by my co-host and bandmate, it's Dave Marini. What's up, Dave? Hey, Nick. How's it going? Hey, everybody. Before we get going today, make sure you drop down to the bottom of this video. You subscribe to our channel, the Rock Squad Pod, so you get all the updates. Hit the bell so you get the notifications, so every week when we have a new episode, you are notified that it is there. You can reach us at the Rock Squad Podcast on Instagram. You can reach me, Red Coast Records, on Facebook, on Instagram. Where can they reach you, Nick? Where, where's can, the best way to get in front of they can, they can reach me at The Walking Nick on uh, Twitter and, uh, and Instagram. That's where they can go. And they can I give us a it. review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a review if you're listening to the audio version of this. If you're watching the video version, give us all those likes and subscribes. We would appreciate that. Uh, what have you been up to, Dave? You, you had a little outing today. You went into the uh, the aquarium. You saw some fishies. Brought, brought the kids to the aquarium. Got to see some sharks. Got to see some turtles. Yeah. Had a very good day. Everybody behaved themselves. Daddy stayed out of the water. Nice. Doesn't get better than that. Everybody, Everybody's home safe and sound. Yeah, for sure. That sounds like a great day. I, you know what I did today? I bought some tickets. I don't know if you saw that uh, Don Broco, one of our uh, favorite bands, are doing a live stream coming up on September oh, 1st. It's called Ultrasonic. Uh, nice. And like tickets are cheap. I think they're like like 10 bucks. You buy it and nice. they're doing like a, you can buy like an after party ticket. You get like a, a Q&A after the show with the nice. band and then some of their merch that's coming out before the new album or is dropping on this early live stream that they're doing. So I don't know. That's what I did today. I was like, I saw that. I'm like, perfect. I'd love to watch that's amazing. On live stream. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a fantastic, you know what I would call that? I would call that a great birthday gift. And yes. I'd like to say happy birthday to you and myself. Yes. We both, we both celebrate birthdays a few days apart from each other. So yeah. that's a way to treat yourself. I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to get my tickets to the Don Broco live stream on September 1st, because yeah. what better way than getting older? One more <laughs> spin around, one more spin around the sun than celebrating it with our, with our good pals and Don Broco. Yeah, for sure. The last time we saw, that was the last show I went to before COVID ruined everything was Don Broco at the hard luck bar in Toronto. Uh, we went to that show. That was incredible. So I guess that was a good last show to go to before all the shit hit the fan. Yeah, it was it was one of the last ones I went to. Too. I think maybe one more snuck in there before everything shut down. Yeah. But uh, memorable ones. That was definitely the last memorable show I was at. So, you know, I hope that these live streams turn into real real shows and uh, everything gets going. But we're gonna have to just wait it out. I think that's the, that's where we're at right now is waiting things out. Yeah, we'll play the waiting game. We'll see what happens with the you know the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth waves that are coming. The never ending waves of COVID. People, get your vaccinations, please. Just do it so we can go back to normal. You know, we've been uh, we've been dealing with this crap for long enough. So that's that's my PSA for this week's episode. <laughs> uh, but let's get to the uh, topics on this week's Rock Squad podcast. We're going to start off with some opening act topics, which are some uh, some new rock stories that are happening in the world of uh, of rock music. And you know what, Dave? It turns out we can predict the future because Charlie Watts will not be playing with the Rolling Stones on their upcoming tour. We speculated wildly uh, on our last episode a couple of weeks ago uh, about uh, we were talking about ZZ Top and how they're touring without Dusty Hill, who recently passed away. So we speculated like and it was completely off the top of my head that I did this, that we speculated, you know, what is, could the Stones tour without one of their main members if one of their main members passed away? And thankfully, Charlie Watts is, is very much still with us. Uh, that is the good news. But the bad news is that he had a medical procedure 
uh, done that is going to preclude him from touring with the band, which is actually his first time that he hasn't played with them since they formed in 1962. Uh, the band's wow. friend Steve Jordan is going to fill in for their upcoming U.S. tour. Uh, are, are we psychic, Dave? Do we just know these things? Is this good news? Is this, I, it's pretty bad news for the Rolling Stones because they're they're not touring with their longtime mainstay drummer, one of the original members of the band who's been with them the whole run. Um, but, you know, we also could be psychic. So that that's a potential as well. Well, I think we know now that it's definitely a Keith and Mick situation for yeah. the no touring. Because we were like, well, if Ronnie couldn't do it, would they do it? And we're like, ah, they'd probably do it with Ronnie. Well, what about Charlie? Ah, Charlie, they probably wouldn't do it without Charlie. He's a, he's a longtime member. Well, apparently they will do it without Charlie. <laughs> yeah. They don't give a fuck who's on, who, who wants to see him or not. They're, uh, yeah, that is a tank rolling down that street. That's for sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, again, though, same with the ZZ Top. Um, these guys are road guys. These guys have lived most of their life on the road. And I know Charlie knows what it takes to put on shows like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of livelihoods at stake when you can't perform and you're at that level. So, you know, good on them for keeping it going, because I know there's a lot of people that have been waiting for the payday uh, to come around with them back on the road. So good good on the Stones for keeping it going. Good yeah. luck for Char to Charlie. Hopefully he gets everything straightened out and he'll be back counting to four in no time. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll see if the tour even happens because uh, I hate to bring, always bring it back to COVID-19, but it's rearing its, its ugly head again. Uh, yeah. So who knows that these tours are still going to go forward because some, some bands are canceling their tours, but other ones are keeping them going. And uh, Live Nation is, is requiring people to yep. present their vaccination records and everything to get into shows and everything. So uh, we'll see if it happens. But it is it is so weird um, that the Stones have come this far and then had to replace yeah. Charlie Watts for a tour. You'd think that they would have had to do that at some point during the last 50, 60 years because they've had multiple members come and go throughout the Rolling Stones. So the fact sure. that this is the first time that Charlie Watts has had to uh, duck out of a tour, I think that's a pretty good track record overall. Like, do you think, has there been any missed shows? Like, has there's got to be something. Maybe, like I, yeah, if we dug in a little bit, I'm sure, I'm sure if anybody's a big Rolling Stones fan, uh, they can let us know in the comments. I'm sure we might be missing something there, but pretty sure. solid overall. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm imagining through the years, there's like the the week where he got the flu, or like, yeah, like you don't exactly. spend you don't spend 50 years on the road and not you know accidentally walk into a glass table or something. Yeah, <laughs> even I've done that on tour. Yeah, even you've done that. Bob. <laughs> yeah, but we're wishing uh, Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones a, a speedy recovery. We hope he gets well soon and he's able to join the band again, like you're saying, counting in one, two, three, four on the on the shows and playing all the tunes with the Stones. So we wish him well and hopefully that tour is going to go forward. Let's get to the next opening act topic on this week's Rock Squad podcast, and that is Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Limp Bizkit have canceled their the summer movie. tour. <laughs> uh, they did a show a couple weeks ago. They played Lollapalooza in uh, in Chicago, but they decided to cancel the rest of the tour. We're talking that some bands are canceling their tours because of COVID. And this really is Limp uh, Biscuit doing uh, something out of an abundance of caution around COVID-19 and the safety of their band and crew. They're saying there was nobody really affected by COVID-19 on their crew or in the band. Um, West, there might have been a rumor that West Borland got COVID-19, but that's not true. Uh, they're just they're trying to play it safe. Totally get that things are still really up in the air, and the band uh, was going to play a string of dates across the U.S. Uh, this month, and now they've canceled. Uh, but you know what? It's funny because I watched the Lollapalooza show on YouTube, and I wouldn't call myself a Limp Bizkit fan. I would say back in the day, I like Nookie and Break Stuff and Rolling just as much as anybody else. Faith, like Faith as well. But uh, 
you know, this, this performance, I was totally into it. I, I might've been, too, under, too. I I might've been under the influence of certain uh, substances at the time, uh, you know, watching it late at night, watching Limp Biscuit, but I'm like, this is incredible. And they sounded awesome. And, uh, and, and Fred Durst was, uh, you know, rocking his, uh, his dad rock uh, wig and everything. Like this yeah. is kind of a Limp Biscuit resurgence as far as I can tell. I think uh, they've definitely been spending some money on like the right publicists and, and uh, getting the right coverage for the last little bit. I don't know. I don't know who, like if they changed management or like what the deal is, but yeah. uh, they went from being like, you know, like a, a, a small theater kind of vibe. to now all of a sudden they're like, you know, main mainstay at, at a huge rock festival. Um, yeah. I, I checked out the same performance and I was like, you know, I had watched the documentary on, on Woodstock 99 a couple of days before, yeah. which was also timed out perfectly with the whole dad rock. Like it just kind of flew into that new, the new era of Limp Bizkit. Right. And uh, yeah, man, they're, they're killing it. They're having fun and everybody's jamming and everybody's having a great time playing old classics. Uh, I think they had a new drummer. That was the only thing I noticed. John yeah. Otto's not in the band anymore. But uh, I hadn't, that, now this might not be news to anybody. This could have been the last decade he, he bounced from the band. I'm not really sure. But I'm glad to see that West Borland's back in the band. They seem to be like they're having fun like they used to. And uh, they did it all for the Nookie, man. I have faith that Limp Biscuit's going to have a resurgence. They're going to keep on rolling, 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 right? That's it, buddy. You know, it's funny. I, I right now they're dangerous. Yeah. Do, do you, the, um, it was funny cause well, not really funny, but I was watching on YouTube, uh, the Roland video and I didn't realize they shot that video on top of the world trade center. <laughs> um, oh, and, yeah. like, in 2001, I'm like, wait a minute. They're on top of the twin towers in that video. Um, That's right, they are. That's yeah. how big they were, man. Yeah. And I think I read somewhere that um, probably on Wikipedia that they were due to get a certificate or something. They were like, they, they were being congratulated for being one of the, band, the only bands to ever shoot something on top of the World Trade Center. And then 9-11 happened. And then uh, obviously that changed everything. But I found that to be, wow. be a very interesting piece of trivia. Um, but I'm totally into this yeah. Biscuit reunion, uh, not reunion, revival. They've been together the whole time. But yeah, and the performance, it was weird because uh, their music obviously is very aggressive. Uh, they're a very aggressive new metal band. Um, yeah. But uh, Fred Durst's performance was like strangely chill. It was, it yeah. was, it was very relaxed and, you know, he doesn't have to be like, oh, no, okay. Oh, no, okay. Every time, you know, but he was just, he yeah. was just kicking back and I totally just dug his vibe and what he was yeah. going for. And they were, they were aggressive, but still uh, a little bit uh, reserved at the same time. Yeah, man. They kind of made like, they made fun. Like they made the chaos kind of chill and fun without losing any of the energy of what's going on. And I think, uh, Wes Borland puts on such a show by himself playing guitar that you don't really need that from all the members and everyone's yeah. having a good time jumping around and stuff. But uh, Fred, Fred's definitely matured as a performer, I think in the last little bit and uh, being able to just own it and go through, you know, run in verses so smoothly. Yeah. Like he did like it's 1997 or 98 again, uh, but dressed yeah. up like, you know, everyone's favorite soccer dad. So yeah, good for them, man. I'm, I'm all for, I think that was a band that kind of, went into the dark too soon and was grouped in with a lot of shit music that came out of that era. And, uh, you know, no, anyone our age, anyone in their mid, let's say mid thirties that uh, was around when that first record came out, Faith came out, um, everyone liked Limp Bizkit when they yeah. first came out. And it was, it was something different. It was part of the new, the new metal movement. 
And, you know, I think between like them and the Deftones and, uh, well, fuck, there's a, there's a few bands on there that Korn. definitely deserve <laughs> Corn, they still deserve their due, you know what I mean? Like, Corn's yeah. not going anywhere. Like, <laughs> like, those kind of bands. There's a ton, Incubus, another band that, like, yeah. came got out of that in. realm. Yeah, got, a, got lumped into that realm, but then kind of made Park. something. Yeah, Linkin Park, too, another one, right? But all of those bands, for whatever reason, uh, they seem to, like, to really hit their peak after the uh, Woodstock 99 fiasco. So Limp Bizkit was kind of like at the forefront and then kind of got pushed to the side, like, like okay, thanks. Like, you know, and I, I don't necessarily think that's fair, but uh, they seem to be back. They seem to be writing music again and stuff. So let's have a fucking wicked single come out from these guys <laughs> yeah. and make everyone remember like, oh, these guys are really groovy and funky and, yeah. and they're one of a kind and let's get behind them again. Or they could put out a shit song and this will, it's like none of this even happened. Yeah, for sure. I'd love <laughs> so, to hear some, something new and yeah. badass for Limp Bizkit. And I, the, the yeah. crowd all up, like they just looked like they were loving everything the band was doing. I, I think that would have been a fun crowd to be in. Totally, man. Totally. 100%. For sure. So, yeah, the return of Limp Bizkit. They've canceled their tour, but uh, they've made a little bit of a resurgence, a little bit of a revival. I'm sure there's many, many diehard Limp Bizkit fans out there who would say they've never yeah. gone anywhere. And that's true because if you're a fan of the yeah. band, they've never gone anywhere. But for some of us who kind of dropped off for them, uh, it was cool to see that performance at Lollapalooza and hopefully they can reschedule that tour. Uh, but let's get to the last opening act topic on this week's Rock Squad podcast, and that is Tom Morello has announced a new album, the Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave, and Prophets of Rage Guitarist. His new album on the way. It's called The Atlas Underground Fire. Uh, this one is the follow-up to 2018's The Atlas Underground. It's going to feature guest spots from Bruce Springsteen, Eddie Vedder, Bring Me the Horizon, Mike Posner, Damian Marley, and more. It's going to hit stores and streaming on October the 15th. And uh, I really did. I, I think I did a review uh, on the channel a couple of years ago when we were kind of starting things up uh, the first time I did a review for the Atlas underground on this, uh, on this channel. I, I, I can't say I've dug that much into Tom Morello's solo material, but obviously he's an incredible musician. He's played with some of the best bands ever uh, and he's an incredible guitarist. Uh, so I'm really excited to uh, hear this record and he knows how to play to his strengths, right? He's a guitar player primarily. I know he's done singing on his own and everything like that, but he brings in other people to come and help facilitate this record. And that's why you have these heavy hitters like you know, Bruce Springsteen, Eddie Vedder, Bring Me the Horizon, Damian Marley. These are these are huge names that he's bringing in to help flesh out this record. Are you excited for this one, Dave? Yeah, man. Uh, Tom Morello's awesome. Let's, let's just face it. Yeah, uh, he just did a great song with the Pretty Reckless too. Yeah, like and that just so came out a couple yeah. months ago, or like New Year. Uh, yeah, the guys, the guys, a machine, man. Like, uh, you know what? You know what? I'm actually really. I I want them to make a documentary about his friendship with Adam Jones from Tool. Yeah, because like, there's such a crazy story about how they were in a band together in high school, and then both of them go on to be in arguably the the two most influential hard rock bands of the '90s. Right. With tool and rage against the machine like it just it's such a weird story that both of them got to that level yeah in the time frame that they got starting out in tom's basement you know it's just it needs that story needs to be told like in detail and not just passively on like interviews with rolling stone and stuff but yeah man tom yeah. morello's um you know some of his solo stuff he likes to cater to the person that's that's doing the collab with him you know so if he's doing something with skrillex he might do a more uh, EDM based kind of vibe or he might do but when he when it's a rocker man 
just like the song they did with the pretty reckless he fucking brings it every time yeah. he's amazing his song choice is probably going to be equally as well thought out and prepared so yeah i'm super excited i think every i think tom morello is one of those guys we have that we need to cherish and uh as Kevin Hart would say, give him the flowers he deserved. <laughs> give him the flowers. He well, of course. And the fact that uh, he still kept strong with uh, his other projects as well, with Rage, uh, Prophets of Rage and the Reunited Rage Against the Machine, which is another tour that got cut short because of COVID, which is another uh, another pain in the ass because I, I think you had Rage tickets, didn't you? They were, coming, schedule, man. Next, they were coming to cops. So they're not cops. First Ontario Center here in Hamilton, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's I think it's rescheduled. I think I still have, I think I have tickets. I don't know. Yeah, Run the Jewels is opening, so that's I, that's also exciting. I like Run yeah. the Jewels too. Oh yeah, that's yeah, going to be amazing. Sure. That's a, that's a good a great opening act for Rage Against the Machine. Both yeah. both uh, very political uh, minded bands, and uh, I love uh, Run the Jewels as well. But and I'm excited for this record. I I, I don't dig that much into Tom Morello's solo stuff. I know he, he does the Night Watchman as well. Um, and I haven't listened to a ton of Prophets of Rage, but I have I have digested my fair share of Audio Slave and Rage Against the Machine sure. and some of his solo stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. It should be good. And it comes out on uh, on October the 15th. So sweet. Looking forward to new Tom Morello. Those are our three opening act topics for this week's Rock Squad podcast. Let's get to our headliner topic, the big topic on this week's uh, show. And that is that the Foo Fighters have trolled Westboro Baptist Church. The uh, the band was playing a concert in Kansas City uh, a couple of weeks back and were met by protesters from the insane church group who always makes their presence known of these kind of things um these guys are no strangers to uh to protesting at food fighter shows so the food fighters decided to troll the trolls and they hopped on a flatbed truck rolled out by the protesters on the road and played you should be dancing by the bgs uh from their new dgs uh hail satin ep as a show of their love and uh despite the westboro hate the food fighters told them that they loved them and you know i i personally love it when rock bands troll religious assholes that's my one of my favorite things in the entire world and it's funny if you see the footage uh, there's different footage of of this thing happening but if you watch it online there's a woman with uh with a picket sign so she's obviously part of this westboro uh, baptist church group and the foo fighters are pulling up playing you know the bgs and she's like moving her leg she's like grooving on it's like you're supposed to be protesting woman what are you doing? You know, she's like, she's enjoying it while she's like, you can't be tapping your leg and enjoying the funk and the, and the disco while, you know, you're protesting the Foo Fighters every time they come to Kansas City. That It doesn't work like that. White people in guitar, bud. Haven't you ever yeah. seen the John Mayer on Chappelle's show? Yeah, you, know, yeah. you start playing electric guitar, white people start dancing. It doesn't matter what it's for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck those people, man. Good for the Foo Fighters. <laughs> I have, I, I have no time for any hate or any of that shit when it comes to people in this world. It's so if you're, if you're going to be that ignorant and, you know, uh, you know, protest dead soldiers and protest dead gay rights people and stuff, get the fuck out. We don't have time for that shit, man. That's not the world we live in. Nobody got time uh, for that. Nobody has time for that shit, man. And good for the Foo Fighters. Like, I know they've had their back and forth through the, through the years with them. Yeah. And uh, people have shown up at their shows and all that stuff. And I, I'm just like you, man. If someone's that ignorant and arrogant and a, as someone I respect musically or what on whatever level wants to put them in their place, I 100% support it. These people need to get a life, get a grip on the world they live in. We are here to push love and acceptance and that kind of attitude towards anything in the world is disgusting and we do not stand behind it. No. 
It's not rock and roll as far as we're concerned. That is the opposite of rock and roll. Is this is the shit they try to pull? Well, it's funny because uh, we were saying the Foo Fighters have uh, have dealt with them before, but really, if you are a, a crazy religious cult or whatever, and you protest shit, why wouldn't you protest something that's way more offensive than Foo Fighters? Really, you know, Foo well, Fighters, yeah, especially now, other, like, they're just a bunch of dads in a band. Really, yeah, like, yeah, they play rock, rock and roll music. They just released a disco together. record. You know, <laughs> a D a Bee Gees cover album, like <laughs> if Cannibal Corpse or something comes to town, or you know, sure, you know, is, I think you know a band like you know Godfuckers coming to town or something. Then Dying uh, Fetus, if Dying, Dying Fetus, Fetus is coming, yeah, is coming to town, then by all means, you gotta make a sign. Yeah, exactly. but like sure, go the fucking it. Foo Fighters get a life. Yeah, the Foo Fighters have never come after Christianity. I don't know what the whole deal is. No. Come on, songs about girls. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, they're the, yeah. the least offensive band of all time. And I found that was really funny. And they, I don't know if anybody really realized that it was them. Do you think like the Westboro Baptist Church, when, when the Foo Fighters were driving by on the flatbed truck, did they realize it's actually the Foo Fighters <laughs> trolling? Them? I think, you know, I think there's probably a few people in the group that knew what happened last time. Yeah. And they were probably like, if we do this right, they may come and play for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, it's just just a like, yeah so that's can. how you get a private concert from the Foo Fighters yeah. is you just, uh, you just protest yeah. their show and then they're going to come yeah. and kick it in. Bigoted ignorance will yeah. get you Foo Fighters on the back of a flatbed doing a drive-by concert. The rest of us have to go to the show and sit yeah. in the seats and watch them from the nosebleeds like everybody else. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah totally well you know what good on the food fighters for trolling the westboro yeah. baptist church and hopefully they will continue to troll them because you gotta troll the trolls you know <laughs> yeah you gotta troll the trolls and we hail satan here at the rock spot yeah <laughs> satan satan yeah for sure our, <laughs> our our dark overlord all right that is our headliner topic from this week's rock squad podcast and uh, that's it for the topics this week uh but before we go we have to give you our tracks of the week. Uh, Dave, we were talking earlier about the new record from Mags, um, which is really oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the great, great record. We talked about, there was a couple of songs on the last time we talked about it, but there's a first song on this record called Smile, which has been in my right. head all day. Watching that live stream, or not a live stream, but that little show that he did on, uh, on yep. YouTube. Incredible. This guy does everything. He's awesome. Yeah, Mags out of Buffalo, I believe. I think he's Buffalo. out of Buffalo. Living in uh, Los Angeles right now, Mags is uh, one of those bands that's definitely been on the festival scene for a while. Uh, you know, he's been in a bunch of bands through the years. I forget yeah. the bands, but like there's been a bunch that he's been uh, part of. Now he's doing his own thing. Uh, we're definitely fans of this Mags guy. Um, Elliot Mags, I believe is the name. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's awesome, man. So what, what's the song? What was the song? Smile? The song's called Smile. Yeah. And it's from the new record, which is called Say Things That Matter, which I think came out just last last Friday. Uh, but this whole thing's really good. Smile's good. Weight is awesome. Choked out. Golden. Uh, uh, Sunrise is really good. That's on drugs that he does at the beginning, of, which is on this album, but he did it yep. on that uh, show. Fantastic. He's right up our alley. We love well-crafted pop rock music and this is just so well done he's incredible i think he plays everything himself it's nuts yeah man like uh, we were talking about the production of it too you know and he's uh he's an at-home production guy like he's making things in his in his basement in his bedroom so like yeah the production on some of these things like there's there's a live um show that we were kind of talking that i sent you and we were talking about and the beginning of it sounds like the beach boys yeah it's like a beach boys song 
and it's all just harm like layered harmonies and yeah like and then he goes into you know some more kind of i would like to call it like garage pop totally you know like it's kind of it's not necessarily it's not slick pop it's not like no. pop 40 pop but it it's like you know and it kind of like it fits his vibe too you know he's obviously uh into into uh into skateboarding and stuff can you hear me still yep sorry uh yeah he's obviously into skateboarding and stuff like that so uh it's uh it's yeah i think he's just encompassed this whole brand very well and having that pop element with like like i said like kind of garage pop yeah uh, rock, garage pop rock kind of vibes really cool man i feel like it's more it's it's a more arty version of of like the strokes or something like it's one, one of the live performances i watched uh on his youtube he did hard to explain by the strokes I've seen it. and it was I've great seen it. It, was it was super cool awesome yeah yeah, so I feel like that's kind of the vibe, but like a little bit more soulful. Yeah, like not not so New York, I'll cut you. A little bit more like a, like West Coast. Yeah, right? West Coast. Yes, yeah, you're like Beach pop. Boys influence or like yeah. uh, Beach House or you know all those all those crazy surfy bands. You know. Yeah. So yeah, well that's that's my track of the week or band of the week. I don't know if that's yours or if you have another suggestion for us. I've actually been uh, I've been all over Queens of the Stone Age. Nice. The last, the last little bit I've been on my birthday, I threw on some live concerts and stuff like that. So uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, the album Rated R, the song The Lost Art of Keeping a Secret. Whatever you do. Yep, totally great That's song. Great man, it's a great yeah. album. Oh yeah, In the Fade on that record is great as well, and obviously uh, Feel Good Hit of the Summer, great record. Yeah get out of here rated r all the way yeah for sure all right those are our tracks of the week and that is it for our rock squad podcast we want to thank everybody for watching um you can follow me at the walking nick online follow us on twitter and instagram at rock squad pod uh the video version of the podcast is here on youtube the audio version wherever you get your podcast make sure to give us a rating we would appreciate that and a review on apple podcasts where can the folks follow you dave red coast records on instagram red coast records on facebook you can also follow our band, foolsunion.com. We'll give you all the links you need to listen to the lovely music that myself and Mr. Nick Chino make together. You can go buy t-shirts. You can go stream stuff. You can watch videos. Whatever you need, we have it covered there. What a great podcast, man. It was so great. Happy birthday once again. Happy birthday to you as well. We'll see everybody for the next Rock Squad podcast. In the meantime, rock on, Dave. Rock on, Nick. See you guys. Bye.